Hi, Lynn. How are you today? I'm great, Shepard. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for being on. So what is it that you do? (laughs) Shepard, I help people talk about death. Isn't that exciting? (laughs) What a great topic. (laughs) You know, I I think we tend to deny that death is a really natural part of life. And when we can talk about it freely, openly with the people that we love and who love us, I think that there is potential that we can get more of what we want before we die and help relieve the burdens of regrets and decision-making for the people we love. That sounds good because it's kind of something you only get to get a run at one time. And uh, yeah, once somebody you love dies, if you if you haven't kind of cleared the air and done things right beforehand, it's a little bit too late. Um, so what made you get into this line of work? Uh, why, why is this my croak file project? Why, why is that important to you? Shepard, I used to be a nurse in California. 22 years ago, I worked in med surge, the medical surgical unit of a hospital, and the ER. And I moved to the Mountain West and developed a private duty nursing department at our local hospital, and then found that I really loved private caregiving, caring for somebody who might have days or weeks, months, sometimes even years. And their preference was to live a quality life in their home. And I really had a passion for that. It was really rewarding work. It was hard. I had periods where I stepped away from that. But the importance of communication really hit home when my daughter was diagnosed with lung cancer um, about three years ago now. And in helping her to live her last days, I, I recognized the importance. I remembered the importance of communicating before we die. Right, right. And so you've you've started the Croak file three years ago, or is that a more recent thing? It is a more recent thing. Three years ago, my daughter was uh, diagnosed and living her last stages of life. And I was really focused on helping her do that. I moved down to her state. I helped her and her family through chemotherapy and, and the medical aspect of it, but also helping to create quality memories for her and for her, the rest of her family. And then in the last year or so, I've started developing the croak file to help other families be able to do the same because we had so many wonderful moments, quality memories, because we were able to communicate openly and efficiently with each other and say the really hard things that we needed to say and learn her preferences. Right. And so... uh... I, I can almost, through, as you're talking about this difficult time in your life, I can still almost hear a, a smile coming through the uh, through the phone line. And I can't imagine that things were that rosy as, as your daughter was sick. That's absolutely true. It's not communicating about these things. It, it, it doesn't make grieving and the process of helping somebody through their last days or months easier at least emotionally, for me, it didn't. However, it helped me also get through um, and and accept what is, what what was. Uh, Sometimes I hate that phrase, it is what it is. But 
sometimes it is what it is. A friend of mine called me out on my denial, on my grief, on my pity party (laughs) the day after Christmas, uh, just a couple of weeks after she was diagnosed. And he said, you know, you're, you're pretending like something else should be happening here. You're in your own little pity party about yourself. Like you need to understand that, just because typically children survive their parents, it doesn't mean that it's always the way that it is. Right. And I was angry and I was sad. I wanted to wallow in my pity party. And I was mad for about three weeks until I was really, it, it dawned on me that he was right. And right. as I looked at the statistics, if an average, if a woman typically dies at 82, It doesn't mean that all women are going to die at 82. It means that somebody is going to die at five days old and somebody's going to die at five years and 25 years and 85 years and 105. And that realization of the statistics of it all kind of helped snap me out of my grief, my denial, so that I could really focus on providing the things for my daughter that would help her have a better end of life experience and create the memories for me to look back on positively with a quality life and a quality end of life. Right. So if it's going to happen to everybody, might as well take the steps that we can to plan for it, to make it as good as it can be. So is that, that is uh, my crook file is, is what was born of that. So uh, uh, tell me about my crook file. <laughs> well, there's several different parts to the crook file. Number one, you'll have a welcome. This is really helping you think about why it might be important for you to complete a crook file so that you can get more of what you want as you die. And your family can look back and say, you know what? I know exactly what mom or dad or sister wanted. And I was able to give that gift to that person of being able to provide what they wanted. And so the, then you have your before I croak file that goes into your healthcare power of attorney and advanced directives. So on the medical side, who do you want to make the decisions for you if you in, on a medical realm, if you can't make the decisions for yourself? That person will be speaking with your doctors if if you are in a, a state that you cannot make those decisions with yourself. That person needs to know what it is that you want on a medical level for your body or what you don't want. Do you want a feeding tube if you are in, in incapacitated in, a, in an accident tomorrow? Do you want a feeding tube? Do you not want a feeding tube? Who knows it? It also goes into your personal preferences. Do you want vanilla candles <laughs> in your in your room? Do you love that smell? Do you hate that smell? Do you like people massaging your feet or would you rather they not even be in your home? Do you would you prefer to to live your last days in your home or in a hospital? What do you want for yourself and who knows it? And then oh, you have your, oh, go ahead. Sounds like it goes into a lot of little tiny things that most of us have never thought of. Yeah, that's, that's great. You know, I really have tried to ask a lot of questions to help facilitate this conversation for you to decide what it is that you want. 
and we go into more detail in the after I croak file. Your after I croak file has questions like, do you want to be cremated? Do you want to be buried? Have you prepaid for a burial? With whom and who knows it? And even more detail of questions like, um, what, where's your life insurance policy? Do you have a life insurance policy? Where the, who has the keys to your Bitcoin accounts? Uh, all sorts of things that people, that, that you know, but all of that information sometimes can get stuck in our heads. And this is a way to open those lines of communication, get it out on paper so that somebody knows what your preferences are. Okay. Well, that sounds like a good product offering. And this is a hard copy thing that are pages that a person would fill out. We have both. We have a hard copy that uh, we can send via email and or <laughs> via snail mail, excuse me. And uh, we do have a digital fillable form as well. So you can download the files and fill them out. If you if you take about a week and a half with one file a day, kind of chunk it out and 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 take it in chunks of of wrapping your head around what are your medications, who are your emergency contacts, who do you want to know what information. And it should take about a week and a half if you take one a day or a few hours if you would like to do it all at once. Some of the information you're going to want to give to your medical provider providers. And some of the information you're want to, going to want to keep really private, you're not, definitely not going to want to put it on a magnet on your fridge, what your bank account numbers are. But your son or daughter or spouse, if you're the one who always pays your mortgage, needs to know those bank account numbers to be able to pay your mortgage. So your house that you want to leave to your loved one doesn't go to foreclosure. How are they going to be able to do that? Okay. Well, and how can people uh, get a hold of a MyCroak file? Uh, what, what's your contact information? How do we find you? Go to mycroakfile.com. <laughs> Great. Mycroakfile.com and or lynnsherwood.com. We've got several um, opportunities to learn more. Recently, I uh, delivered a TEDx talk. And so you can find that and kind of helping you work through why it might be important for you and your family to talk about the fact that you're going to croak. Um, there's lung cancer 101 and that my, my daughter died of lung cancer. And along the way, I really learned a lot about it. It's a free digital book that you can download. Mycroakfile.com uh, has the croak file in the digital fillable format and also in the paper format and also some conversation starters, 101 questions to ask grandma before she dies. Why well, not make this kind of fun along the way. That sounds great. Thank you so much for being on the line with us today and for what you're doing, microcfile.com. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Shepard.